The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of Ecom Experts, Shauna Siegel. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ecom Experts. If you're listening to our live show, today is October 17th, and I'm really excited about today's show because we're going to be talking about um, integrating Amazon into your business model. And one of the things that we've done with the Now What Project is we've tried out Amazon as well. You know, we have our wonderful Yahoo store that we love, but we've also put in products into the Amazon store and it kind of started slowly and, um, you know, building up, building up. And now we're getting on average anywhere between two to five orders a day just from Amazon for our Now What project. So it's been a wonderful learning experience. Um, I got to say, I still love the Yahoo store um, because um, I absolutely love it. But it's a great way to not put all your eggs in one basket and definitely bring on more store, bring on some more income. So with us today, we have Lisa Sator. How are you today? Hey, Shauna, I am doing great. And thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you here. Um, I'm, you know, I'm loving seeing what's happening with with Amazon, and I think more of our customers really need to take advantage of this, especially in time, you know, for the upcoming holidays. What do you think makes Amazon different from any other marketplace? Well, Shauna, it really is different from any other marketplace. And, you know, what you said at the top of the show, you can have an e-commerce website. You can have a Yahoo website. And you can still sell on Amazon as an additional channel because Amazon makes it so easy. And the reason, the big difference between Amazon and eBay or Amazon and running your own website is the Amazon model is really based on a transactional model, meaning... You don't have to sit down and figure out, okay, should I have a niche or what products am I going to sell? Because really what you are acting as as a third-party merchant, you're acting as a supplier of products to the Amazon marketplace. So, Shauna, I could go tomorrow and source some home uh, appliances, kitchen uh, decor, kitchen appliances, and I could go to Amazon, and we'll get into all the details later, but just to give you the 30,000-foot view, I could source these products because I know that they're going to be profitable. I know they're going to sell. I plug them into Amazon's catalog. I list them, and boom, I'm done. I don't have to have a branded store. I don't have to build out my product line. I literally only have to identify certain products that I want to sell on the site. Then next week, I could go and maybe do some retail arbitrage sourcing and maybe go like to Nordstrom Rack or something like that and see a great deal on, uh, you know, women's large size shoes, a very, very hot niche, pick up some phenomenal deals, turn around, list those on Amazon, and sell those. And so the beauty of Amazon, number one, is that you can literally source products on a product-by-product basis and 
just fit into those parts of the niche where there's profit potential. And here's the other big thing, and this is what blows away every other marketplace. It's called Fulfillment by Amazon or Amazon FBA. And let me just tell everybody how this works. Instead of having to package and ship my inventory every day, or for example, when it gets to the point where you can't deal with your own inventory, now we've got to look at getting a warehouse, a fulfillment center, something to ship the inventory. Amazon has a world-class shipping facility set up called Amazon FBA where you literally package up your inventory, you label it, you ship it off to Amazon FBA, and Shauna, they do the fulfillment of your order, meaning they package it up, ship it to your customer, they handle customer service on your behalf, and they handle any customer returns, any issues. And what this means, and why this is so powerful for people, is it means that the solopreneur has the potential to scale their business on Amazon as large as they want to because they are out of the fulfillment business. They are out of the customer service business. And what they're going to focus on is sourcing and selling. And that is what really sets Amazon apart from all of the other e-commerce marketplaces that we know of today. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the questions that we get as far as the fulfillment part goes um, is that people want to know, okay, let's say I have, I'm selling products on Amazon, but I also have my own e-commerce site as well. Will they fulfill those orders? Well, yes. As a matter of fact, they will. Amazon will fulfill any orders that you want to have shipped. In fact, I have a lot of clients and students who are using Amazon FBA to fulfill the orders for the products that they are selling on eBay. And so you can do what they call it multi-channel fulfillment. And literally what you do, it's a little bit of a manual process. So you can't upload you know, a, a, a bulk file of orders every day. But when you or sell something on another site, you can enter that information into their system. They will pick the product off the shelves. They will ship it to the customer, and boom, you're done. Now, one thing, though, people need to be aware of if they do use multi-channel fulfillment on Amazon is that they have to uh, realize that Amazon is shipping in the Amazon branded box. Um, They're testing generic boxes. Uh, What I found out, I spoke at the Amazon Sellers Conference here in Seattle in July, and when I I talked to some of the uh, execs, the Amazon shipping execs and managers who were part of this testing project, the study showed that Amazon customers prefer to receive things in the Amazon box. So as to whether or not they're going to go to a uh, generic box in the future. I don't know, but they are testing that. But the bottom line is, is, yeah, you can use fulfillment by Amazon to fulfill all of your inventory. You know, there's a few exceptions based on product line. You, you know, you can want to look at the cost. There are certain things, like if you sell heavy glass collectibles, you're probably not going to want to use Amazon fulfillment for that. But for the vast majority of products, it's a fantastic option. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Why do you think, though, right now is the time to integrate Amazon into the business? Ah, uh, well, very good question, and there are some very compelling reasons why you want to integrate Amazon into your business model right now. First and foremost, here's a couple of things that we need to look at. We know right now that e-commerce sales, 50% of e-commerce sales are owned by these three marketplaces, Amazon number one, eBay, and Alibaba. Okay, so 
Amazon has had a 46% year-over-year growth. It's the fastest-growing e-commerce marketplace on the web. The uh, growth projection rates for Amazon are huge. And really, when you're getting into selling on Amazon right now, you are getting in at the beginning of the wave. I call it the Amazon revolution. It's kind of like eBay was, you know, maybe back in the late 90s when it was just starting to to rise. And here's the thing about selling online. You know, there's the old saying, you want to skate where the puck is. Well, the puck right now in terms of branding, in terms of sales increase, is at Amazon. In fact, a recent Comscore uh, statistic came out that the the uh, study that they did showed, and this just blew me away, that one in five internet users, that's 20% of the Earth's population of internet users between the ages of 15 and 80 visit and shop on an Amazon site. And they did this, and this was a study that they did in 2011. So, mm-hmm. There's a tremendous growth of the Amazon user base. A couple other reasons. Uh, Amazon Prime members. Those are the people. I don't know if you've got an Amazon Prime membership. I do. I do. Yeah, you know, I love that. I mean, the Amazon Prime membership, for people who don't know, is if you're an Amazon customer, you get uh, pay $79 a year and you get free shipping, um, free two-day shipping, and, and $3.99 to upgrade your shipping to expedited shipping. So Amazon Prime users are about... And those are Amazon's best customers. These are the people that they shop at least once a month on Amazon. They spend more. They shop more frequently than Amazon's quote-unquote average buyers, which are actually really good. Uh, And with the release of the Kindle Fire, and this is huge, with release of the Kindle Fire, Amazon's new tablet, what we're looking at is Amazon's going to get about 8 million more Prime users over the next couple of years. And so what that means is, in a word, massive growth. So mm-hmm. for for the customer base, for the amount of people who are shopping on Amazon, uh, for the way that Amazon wants to grow their third-party business, now is the time to get in because it, we're still in what I call that early adopter stage. So do not wait. If you're going to move on this, you want to get in there now. Um, you know, we saw eBay kind of this, this when everybody heard about it and everybody wanted to do it and, you know, this groundswell of people. Well, you always want to be, be in at the beginning of that, that ride up. So mm-hmm. now is the time to take advantage. And, you know, you can ride on their growth. You can ride on their marketing. You can ride on <laughs> their technology. And you are leveraging the world-class technology of this company that is setting their entire system up so that they can work with third-party merchants. So you want to plug in, in a word, where the opportunities are. Mm, Absolutely. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and then let's kind of go into what we should be selling or what we can be selling on the Amazon marketplace. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom experts will return after this. From the creators of We Build Pages, experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. An exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in house ninjas. Mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes, link building. 
the Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit the Internet Marketing Ninjas booth at PubCon 2011 Vegas or visit imninjas.com. The ninjas are coming. As you know, being an expert at f- What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Blog, blog, blog. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're the talk of the town. WebmasterRadio.fm. Thanks for listening. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everyone. And we are here with Lisa Satura. And, you know, her website is What Do I Sell, which is perfect for understanding, do we have to find that perfect niche before we start selling on Amazon? Because, you know, um, we we went at Amazon with a very um, a very niche product, quilting pre-cut fabrics. Um, and that so far, I mean, it's done very well. But, you know, a lot. this is what a lot of people are asking do we have to have that special niche or, you know, what types of products can we sell on Amazon? Well, Shani, you don't have to pick a niche to sell on Amazon, which is part of the beauty of it. Literally, people listening today could go out and get started this week. Um, you know, there's about 28 different categories that you can sell in on Amazon. And just to kind of give people an idea, so, you know, obviously we have books, media, DVDs, CDs, uh, clothing uh, right now, which is just in the process of becoming uh, not a restricted category, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, uh, uh, home and kitchen, industrial and scientific, uh, jewelry, which is also a restricted category, but you can sell in it if you get approval, um, pet supplies, patio, lawn and garden, shoes, software, toys and games, tools and home improvements. So there's a lot of categories that you can sell in. And then, of course, beneath that, there's a lot of subcategories. And, you know, unlike eBay, where on eBay there's 17,500 plus categories and subcategories that you can sell on, there are some things like collectibles, one-of-a-kind items that, you know, that's not right for the Amazon marketplace. But if you're looking at a branded new consumer goods uh, that aren't the vintage collectibles, you can sell, and a lot of people don't realize this, you can sell both new and pre-owned products on Amazon. 
so the, again, the beauty of it is, is you could source, we'll take uh, the quilting squares, for example, Shauna. So you had this in inventory because you have it, you're selling it on your website and you go over, you list it on Amazon and it's doing well. Maybe you want to do something different and maybe you want to sell, get into selling toys or maybe you want to get into selling, you know, small kitchen goods, like baking dishes and that type of thing. Once you source that inventory, the way Amazon works is you are adding that product to a product page. So you find that product page, let's say for the pizza cutter that you want to sell, and you go to that page and you click on sell, sell on Amazon, and boom, you can upload that product on that Amazon product page right then and there. You don't have to open up a store. You don't have to get a logo. It's literally find the product, list it on Amazon, sell it, collect the cash. That is what we call a a transactional model. And so it's really nice because you don't have to commit to a niche. You don't have to commit to building out an entire product line. If you have a website, you've got to have enough of a product line there for your visitors to be interested in and engaged in, and it's got to be a very well-rounded product line. On Amazon, you are simply supplying that marketplace with the products that people want to buy. So this is one of the things that a lot of my clients do is they might have a a website or they might have a niche store, um, and they want to leverage Amazon, but maybe their niche isn't something that that they can sell on Amazon, or maybe they are just wanting to branch out, but they don't want to full-scale open a brand-new website. They're just sourcing the product, listing them on Amazon, and with that model, they can do that all day long and bring in the profits. And so it's a really, really good model, especially for people who want to be multi-channel, especially for people who are working full-time and want to earn an additional stream of income. It's the most flexible model that there is and the easiest to get started. Mm, absolutely. But, you know, I, the big thing we hear is, though, how do I even find products to sell on Amazon or anywhere else? I mean, that's a huge question we get all the time. Well, it is. And, you know, finding products to sell really, once you can focus on it, becomes the easy part. I think where a lot of um, home-based business owners and a lot of small or micro-business owners get, get caught up is that they're doing all of these other things, and it's hard to focus on sourcing. But here's what you want to do with your sourcing on Amazon. On every Amazon page for every product, there is what's called a product rank. And so you might pull up, for example, a pasta maker that you're thinking about selling. And on Amazon's product page, there is a section there under product details that will actually show you what is the product rank of this product. So how frequently, how recently has this product sold? How well is it selling? From there, you can actually look at that product page and say, well, okay, this pasta machine is selling well. Amazon also cross-merchandises products on that product page. So the pasta machine you might look at, well, frequently bought together. Well, people are buying the pasta drying racks and they're buying the ravioli makers and that type of thing. That right there is going to spur you on with some ideas of what to sell. But really, ultimately, Shauna Sourcing, you know, is about picking a product that is in demand, something that people want. And that gets back to trends. What are people talking about? What are they buying? What are some of the things that are popular in our society? 
it's no different, you know, from when you decided, well, we're going to do this this quilting website. What was the impetus behind that for you to start with that product line? You knew something about it. You love quilting. And you know, I've heard you talk about this project. It's fantastic. And so how could you build that out? Well, you could build out the quilting website and sell all sorts of related products on Amazon. And as mm-hmm. far as sourcing goes, you know, you can source your products wholesale. Uh, you can also do what's called a retail arbitrage. And there's a great uh, book out um, by a gentleman called, uh, named Chris Green um, who just published a book on retail arbitrage, and he actually shows you how to go to stores and using um, uh, like a scanner, scan the UPC codes of products in retail stores, and it connects with Amazon's database, and it will actually tell you what the product is selling for on Amazon. So, for example, um, the other day I was at a hardware store, or this weekend it was actually, I was at a hardware store, and I found, believe it or not, some um, kitchen garbage disposals that were on clearance at my local hardware store. Well, I couldn't stop and scan them right there because I was in a hurry to get to my daughter, get my daughter to a birthday party, but I happened to check them out today. And, you know, these products were marked down to $69. I checked Amazon. The same model was selling on Amazon for $124. Pretty nice profit margin, especially if you want to just, you know, dip your toe in the water. That's the best way to start getting into inventory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Something that I hadn't thought of, and I love learning about new things. So I'm glad that you shared that. That is very interesting. All right, let's do. Let's just do another real quick break, um, and then we'll get back to how do we even get started with selling on Amazon. And if you've got any questions for Lisa, please put them in our chat room. Let us know what your questions are. We'd love to hear from you. I've already got a couple that were sent in, and we'd love to answer your questions. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on WebmasterRadio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. SES Chicago Flight of the Shore Come meet the cold The Windy City Chicago higher. Turn your search traffic into gold Let's go Find out why SES is the leading search and social marketing conference and expo Discover SES for yourself by going to SES Chicago 2011 from the Hyatt Regency in Chicago November 14th through the 18th SES Chicago 2011 will feature incredible breakout sessions on SEO, paid search, advertising, plus you can take part in the Online Marketing Summit One Day Social Media Summit on Monday, November 14th. SES Chicago 2011, November 14th through 18th at the Higher Regency in Chicago. Log on to searchenginestrategies.com and register today. On the road. On the boat, working out, or up in the air. Now you can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere. Look for WebmasterRadio.fm on TuneIn. Available for download on your iPhone, iPad, BlackBerry, Android, Palm, Samsung, and Windows Phone. As well as Google TV, Yahoo TV, and Roku. Tune in to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere by downloading TuneIn right now. WebmasterRadio.fm. We really are everywhere. Podcasting at 
the speed of sound. Webmasterradio.fm, the flamethrower. Webmasterradio.fm, we're everywhere. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on Webmasterradio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everybody, and we're talking about selling on Amazon. And, of course, you're probably also hearing my golden retriever in the back end as well. So (laughs) she likes to get on the show as much as possible. Okay, so once we find a product to sell online, um, you know, or that we want to try it out on Amazon, Lisa, what's the best way that you suggest getting started selling on there? Okay, well, the first thing that we need to understand is the process of listing the actual product because in in this way, Amazon also works very differently. Um, Those people who have sold on eBay are familiar with, you know, you've got to create an individual eBay listing. Well, Amazon doesn't work that way. Amazon has one catalog page, one product page per item. So let's say that I am out uh, shopping and I see the Atlas pasta machine and I check my I check Amazon and I'm like, hmm, you know, I can get a pretty good deal on this. I'm going to sell one on Amazon. So what I'm going to do, and uh, let me just tell people how to check that price. What you do is you go to Amazon.com and you type in the name of the product. So in this case, it would be Atlas pasta machine. And it's going to pull up either multiple uh, product pages because maybe there's different models and you're going to figure out, well, which one is the model I'm looking at. And every product page generally will have a model number. So in this case, it's model number 8320. So I'm going to look at this product page and I know that I'm looking at model 8320 of the Atlas Pasta Machine. And right over there on the right-hand side, under the buy box, which is where the price is and where it says add to your Amazon cart, down at the bottom of that buy box, there is a little button that says sell on Amazon. Have one to sell, sell on Amazon. So in order to actually list my Atlas Post machine, I'm going to have to sign up for what's called an Amazon Marketplace account. Now, this is super easy to do because it's free. It's like just a few steps, and it's actually attached to your Amazon buying account. So if you are already buying on Amazon, you can just register as a seller, and they're going to give you access to all the seller screens based on that your, your user ID to buy on Amazon. So I'm going to click Sell on Amazon, and it's going to pop up a screen, and it's going to ask what condition my item is in. It's going to ask what price I want it to be, and it's going to give me one field, and one field only, talk about simplicity, of for comments. So I might say something like, you know, brand new inbox ships, uh, same day shipping and uh, you know hard to find in stores or something like that. That's my my place for my marketing message, and then I'm going to list it. And then Shauna, my product is going to be added to. I'm going to be added as an optional seller to that product page, so that when the customer comes there and they're looking for this pasta machine, and they say, "Well, okay, I want to buy this pasta machine," you know, I'm going to click here. I see there's 19 new seller or there's 19 sellers selling this product. I'm going to click. I'm going to look, and now that you have listed your pasta machine there. 
your POS machine is going to be displayed in that list of available items to buy. And at that point, the customer can choose to buy from you. They can choose to buy from your competitor. But it is literally as easy as that. And, Shauna, it's free to list. So there are no listing fees. There are final value fees. So once your item sells, you're going to pay Amazon a percentage of that transaction. And then... As soon as that item sells, you're going to get a notice from Amazon. They're going to ask you to package it up, ship it out right away to the customer. Shauna, they take care of the finances. You don't have to have a PayPal account. You don't have to log in and you know deal with the customer to try and get the money. Amazon will tell you that it's time to ship only when they're holding the money. So and after the customer pays. So there's not unpaid item. You know, I mean, periodically a customer might not pay, but you're not dealing with the customer. Amazon's dealing with that. So it's very, very simple, and that's the easiest way to get started. And because it is free, and there are different levels, I guess I should say. There's an Amazon Pro Merchant account, which actually allows you to add product pages to the Amazon catalog. You don't need to start with that. When you're just getting started, go with the Marketplace account and get just get started. Heck, you know what? Shauna, people, I can guarantee that everyone on this call has some merchandise, brand new inbox around their house that they're not using, that gift that they got from their mother-in-law for their birthday that, boy, would they like to get rid of that. If it's got a UPC code, list it on, and it's in a category that says on Amazon, list on Amazon. And that's something I should say, and I, I do want to clarify this because people will get confused. So in order to list your item in, on Amazon, it has to have a UPC code. And so the UPC code is that barcode that's on the box of, of products that we buy or on the tag. So if you, unlike, like on eBay, you have a used item, it's not going to have a UPC code. You can't sell that on Amazon. You would have to actually buy a UPC code, which that's getting a little bit more advanced for people. Um, so I'm not really going to go there. But all you need to know is you want a product that's got a UPC code on the packaging, and that will enable you to list it on Amazon if it's already in their catalog. Mm, I like that. I like that a lot. So we've we've got our product. We're ready to get going. We're, you know, we're ready to put up products on there. What are your you know best three tips for selling successfully on Amazon? Well, the number one tip is get started. So here's the thing: a lot of people will say, "Well, I, you know, I don't know what I should sell. I don't know if if this is the right item to put up there." What I always recommend to people when you're starting any type of project, any type of, of business venture, you will learn more by starting and actually doing it than you will by trying to figure it all out in your head. So mm-hmm. because you can literally list a product on Amazon in under a minute, all you need to do is you need to find a product and go to Amazon.com, do a search by keyword in the search box, pull up that product page, and add it and list it. And that's, the, that's believe it or not, that's the biggest hurdle for people. I've had people wait for months and months to do what I just described in like under 20 seconds. Uh-huh. And so I really want to encourage people not to have that mental block. Don't be afraid. Now, the other thing you need to know about Amazon, very, very important. Amazon has very strict rules about what you can sell and about not contacting the customer. So here's the big difference between 
your website and other marketplaces versus the Amazon model. Amazon views that customer as theirs. All right? They view you as a third-party merchant who is supplying product to their marketplace to their customers. So under no circumstances do you want to email that customer. Do you want to put promotional merchandise in your packaging that is going to try that you will try and acquire that customer, get them on your mailing list. Uh, you know you don't want to stamp your URL all over the product box. Uh, that customer belongs to Amazon, and very uh, what I like about Amazon is their their rules are very clear. And as long as you stay within those rules, you're good to go. Try and game the system, and they will shoot first, and then they won't ask questions, and then you're done. So uh -huh. the other thing I would recommend is to really go to uh, Amazon, and especially every category has, for the most part, the same rules, but some differences. So it, go through. They've got a great help section in their Seller Central, and you can go through and read uh, the information and follow those rules and just play it by the book. Don't try to game the system because they don't play that. There, there is no second chance on Amazon. Yeah. Um, the other <laughs> thing is, there isn't, you know, and, 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 and good for them. Good for them. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing about Amazon. Amazon knows who they are as a company. Um, they are retailers, and this is something that people need to understand. Amazon, they know retail. You know, I have a retail background. That was that was my life originally. That's what I went to college for. This was my first career out of college. I mean, retail was like my life, and you know, I know that they they see themselves as retailers. And so they are not trying to be all over the place doing all these different things. They're trying to provide the best customer experience for their customers and sell the products that the customers want and provide great delivery, great service, etc. If you realize that, then you trust the process. They're going to do the marketing for you. They're going to get your, so that, those pages in the search engines. You don't have to worry about any of that because they're taking care of it because they, they are the best at retail. And so but that's my other tip is to just, you know, don't your key thing is to focus on sourcing. In fact, I'm going to tell everybody something, a little, little insider tip. Um, when I was talking to the category managers at the Amazon conference, one of them told me and said, you know, our biggest roadblock to becoming the Earth's biggest online marketplace, which is what their goal is, is product. She said every single category manager in Amazon wants one thing. They want more product. But Amazon doesn't want to carry all that product, which is why they're growing their third-party merchant business. They want third-party merchants. They are welcoming third-party merchants. They are doing everything that they can to help third-party merchants bring in merchandise, focus on sourcing, and scale their business. So it's a very different experience as well as selling on Amazon because of the fact that they're looking to the third-party merchants to help them build the Earth's biggest online store. Um, and then, you know, just another tip when you're doing this, don't, don't rock bottom the prices. So you'll see people on there. Amazon is, first of all, not the place to compete on price. Um, you'll see people on there trying to undercut, undercut. Here's the thing. Customers, Amazon has some of the web's best customers, some of the highest income customers, the customers who believe in the Amazon name, they trust it. You know what? 
Shauna, they're willing to pay an extra 10 bucks or 20 bucks more just because of the confidence that they're buying when they're shopping on Amazon. So this is not the place to go bargain basement. This is not the place to shop for the cheapest inventory and put it at the cheapest price. This is a place, and I love this story, um, the other day, or no, actually it wasn't the other day, it was a while ago, um, seems like the other day, um, he did a, a thing on their homepage, and it said, um, you know, prices to buy Levi's, or places to buy Levi's in the price. And so they had uh, eBay listed, and then a couple other sites, and then I think Walmart, and then Amazon. Amazon was the highest price for Levi's. And I laughed, and I'm like, so if I'm a seller coming to this page, where am I going to sell my Levi's? I'm going to sell them on Amazon. You know, mm-hmm. because as a seller, I want the better customer. I want the customer who wants, who's willing to pay more. I want the customer who is ready and willing to pay for a higher price because they want to get it from an Amazon trusted seller. That's where I want to sell my merchandise. So those are, those are my best tips. And then the other thing is, you know, just for people to get started. Um, and then the other thing is, is that don't limit yourself to only certain types of inventory. You can really experiment and try different types of inventory. Um, and you can really learn from that experience. Well, I bought one unit of this inventory. Um, it did pretty good. Maybe now I'm going to go buy more. Maybe I'm going to source wholesale. You don't have to start with thousands of dollars of inventory. Start with one item. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, one of the questions that we've gotten, I've actually heard this a couple of times, and um, I, I'm, I'm hoping you might have some little bit of insight, is there are people who are um, really scared to start selling on Amazon their products, especially if Amazon doesn't carry those products, um, because they've seen where when Amazon sees that product selling well, um, that they begin to sell the product themselves and kind of put that person out of business from, you know, getting all of those sales. And I've heard that. I've actually heard that a couple times. Is this something you've heard about as well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I I hear it all the time. And I'm so glad you asked that because it was actually something that I talked to the Amazon team members about when I spoke at the conference. And so here's how this works. Amazon has two sides of the business. They have what they call the retail side, which is where they are sourcing inventory. And they, you know, when it says shipped and fulfilled, sold and fulfilled by Amazon, that means that Amazon has gone to a supplier, they've paid them for the inventory, and they are selling, they're holding that inventory and selling it retail. Then there's the third-party merchant side of the house, and that is people like you and me who are bringing the products to the site and listing them there. Mm-hmm. So what Amazon has is it's called a Chinese firewall. And what that is is it's a legal uh, uh, structure that they have in place that the retail side does not have access to the data of the third-party merchant side. And they actually send their employees to legal training telling them that if you are in any way, shape, or form <laughs> – trying to, you know, get at the data at the other side of the house that is strictly against our legal policies because what they would do is open themselves up, you know, if they're there, if one side of the the business is looking at the other side, they're opening them up for a huge conflict of interest lawsuit. And this is Mm -hmm. something that's very common in business. Now, that being said, what they also told me is they said, look, 
we also do our trending research. We also have people out there in the marketplace looking at what's trending, what products are hot. We also read we go to the trade shows. We talk to the vendors. We talk to all of the people who are, who are manufacturing products. So if you bring a product to the marketplace and we're also out there and we figure out that, you know, this particular ice cream maker is super, super hot, you know, are we going to source it? Yeah. Do we know that you're selling it there? Well, no, because we're not looking at that side. But Yes. Is there a possibility that we're going to source the same inventory? Absolutely, because mm-hmm. they've got world-class category managers there sourcing product. Um, so, and the other thing about that, and, and here's, here's what people know. If, if, if you are basing your business on, I'm going to get this product line, and I'm only going to be the only one who sells it, and if anyone else starts selling it, it's going to kill my business, well, then you're really in the in, in bad shape because here's what's going to happen. If Amazon doesn't start selling that product, Joe is going to start selling that product or Katie's going to start selling that product. Unfortunately, retail and e-commerce is so incredibly competitive, there's always somebody nipping at your heels. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you manufacture your own product, your competition is shopping you. They're looking at you, whether it's Amazon, whether it's the person over on eBay, whether it's the person with the niche website. Don't think that you have a lock on that product that you sell, and you've got to be constantly looking forward and having at least 20 products in the pipeline that you're moving and changing. Because otherwise, yeah, someone is going to take your idea, and they're going to run with it. So when you have that idea and you're making money, boy, enjoy that sweet spot and know that it's not going to be long before somebody else comes and gets that idea as well. <laughs> you know, it's a, it, that is excellent, excellent advice because as, you know, as time changed, I had to change. And, you know, 11 years ago, I was selling software because, you know, I, I, I had a Microsoft certification. I knew a lot about software, so I was selling software. And then all of a sudden, software wasn't selling online because it was downloadable, not, you know, not sending out stuff. Or, you know, we would do Microsoft licenses, and then they would do, instead of making paper licenses, they decided to go with electronic licenses. So you're right. Everything is constantly changing, constantly moving, and you've got to move with it. If you had asked me 11 years ago if I would be selling quilting fabric and also uh for a a now for a now what project and also helping people build stores i would have told you heck no you know i'll be selling software (laughs) so that is excellent 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 advice i i do appreciate that very very much now if people are looking for more information and and really want to get um started with with selling on amazon do you have a really great place where people could go to learn more about it well, yeah, absolutely, Sean. They can go to my blog at lisasatora.com. And I do, I also have a phenomenal uh, product that I just put out um, on the heels of the Amazon conference. And it's actually a two part MP3 uh, series, audio series, where I go through all the ins and outs and details. I and mean, we just touched the surface today. And also um, with that product, I'm doing a monthly update on uh, Amazon. So all throughout the holiday season, you know, people are getting like a 21-page report on what's changing, what's hot, what's going on on Amazon. And people can find that at lisasatora.com forward slash Amazon business. 
And so I highly recommend people check that out. Um, the other thing, too, Shauna, is that um, there is uh, a new radio show out that I am one of the co-hosts of, and it is called FBA Radio, and it, the show's host is Chris Green. And he is, um, well, he is an Amazon seller, and he also has a product that helps people scout merchandise on Amazon. And people can find out more about that show at fbaradio.com. All right. And also, hey, you guys, friend me on Facebook. Come over, uh, Lisa Facebook. Come to Lisa Facebook. <laughs> Join me. I, I, I got my own URL on that one. Come to Lisa Facebook. Join me on my Facebook page. I talk Amazon. I talk trends. You know, I'm always over there talking to people. So, love to see you guys on Facebook or on Twitter. At uh, absolutely, absolutely, and um, Tor is spelled S U T T O R A. For those of you that are listening, I also put those links inside of our chat room. Lisa, thank you so very much for being with us today and talking about Amazon. Um, I learned a lot, and and you know, hey, I'm learning more every single day. There's always so much that we can learn. So I do appreciate you being here. Well, Shauna, thanks for having me, and it's great. And you know, the one thing I'll just you know leave people the thought. You don't have to put all your eggs in one basket. Keep your website. Keep your eBay presence. Whatever you're doing, but this is a great way to have a second channel to bring in additional income with existing inventory and have it fulfilled by someone else. So you're not dealing with shipping. And you know, again, you got to skate where the puck is, and this is where the puck is. This is where the money is right now. Absolutely. You know, sometimes we spend so much doing um, that we forget to create the work to do um, because we're so busy running our business and doing, you know, running packages and running to the post office and running everywhere. We just get so busy that we forget to grow the business. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, with a, with a marketplace like Amazon that is growing, now is the time to jump in and to leverage their growth in your business. And one of the, one of the advantages that you have as a small or micro biz, e-commerce biz, is to leverage other people's technologies. Because really it's getting to the point where if you want to compete, you've got to plug into systems with that you don't have the money to develop. Um, and, you know, and again, it doesn't mean that you can't keep your own e-commerce presence, nor that you shouldn't. Remember, those customers are Amazon's customers. But if on your website, you're going to have an opt-in form. You're going to collect, build an email marketing list. You're going to collect your customers' names. You're going to get to talk to them. There's tremendous value in that model as well. So use these two models side by side. Have two income streams. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. And leverage the power of Amazon to your advantage as an online merchant. Absolutely wonderful information. Lisa, thank you again so very much uh, for being here today. I really do appreciate it. Um, and, and just really phenomenal, phenomenal education. Thank you so much. All right. Well, thanks for having me and thanks everybody for being here today. And I'll see you uh, on Facebook. Sounds wonderful. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us here on another Monday night of Ecom Experts. I love having you here. Um, I just wanted to give you all an update. I know that some of you were also asking me. Mom has um, come out of hip surgery. She just had it last week. Um, she had hip replacement surgery. She's still not feeling very good, but hopefully we hope to bring her back very, very soon because I am missing her tremendously. So without uh, further ado, let's go ahead and say good evening. 
evening and thank you so much for being here. I hope to see you next week, Monday, live at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for another edition of Ecom Experts. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.